And we are live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 230 of the Two Star Podcast. We are super high energy tonight. That's remarkable. Um, so I'm going to try and inject some vivacity as long as... My... No, I've given up. Um, What's Dan, what, what are you up to, Dan? What do you mean? He's, he's, t- he's hijacked this podcast. He's, <laughs> he was in he's, there he's like, like a, a Somali pirate. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's commandeered it, and he's going to sail it off to... What do Somali pirates do with ships that they steal? Mostly they ransom them back. back to, yeah, they ransom them they? back to the owners. Mm. That's not very good, is it? You would well, expect. I mean, what, are, what are they going to do with like a, a a cargo ship full of like cheap Chinese plastic tap? Do you know what I do? Sail it to an island and bury it. The pirates. I think it's an excellent business model. Maybe one of them was the one that did that to the Suez Canal. They were trying to bury it in some secret location. Um, they just piled it into the side instead. Yeah. They're quite, they're quite big. They're quite hard to bury, I imagine. I'd like you to know, be a pirate. Like, I think I'd be good at being a pirate. Do you? Yeah. What yeah. being a pirate about... would you be good at? Uh, going, ah, Right. On, I think you'd on last about the water? A week. Oh, no, I don't want to go to sea. Right. No. Be a land pirate. <clears throat> yeah. Gemma has started watching um, a thing called Below Deck Mediterranean. And on the series that she's watching, terrible. they had somebody that lied on their CV about how good they were at um, like doing um, maid service on a boat. Um, and one of the lies they told was was how good they were at being on a boat. And they spent <laughs> about three episodes just being sick whenever the boat went out to sea. <laughs> I imagine well, you'd be that kind of pirate. lady, but she does watch some right old shit by the sound of it. Hmm. Why, why do you permit... It's not job all the time. Presumably you need to sort of balance that out in your brain. Mm, I guess so. It's, um, I mean, it is just perfect television because in 30 seconds they show you clips and make it sound like the next 45 minutes is going to be the most exciting, amazing bit of television ever. Mm. And you think, right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm fully invested. And then those clips do happen, but in context they're incredibly dull. And then they give you another 30-second burst of what's going to happen in the next 45 minutes. And you think, well, I mean, this is just going to be amazing now. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I like, program, I like it uh... too. I think it's great. Okay. But you're not an intelligent man, so I don't uh, judge no. you badly for this. No. no. Uh, there used to be a program called Holiday Showdown, and it was on one of the various ITVs. And uh, they would get a middle-class family who would go on holiday to... Um, what's that place in um, France that twats go to? France, Val d'Isère, Disneyland Paris, ah. and there, uh, yeah. Um, and they would they would go somewhere like that for their holidays, and they would pair them up with a, a bunch of pikeys who would go um, like butlins, and then they would have to go on each other's holidays, and mm-hmm. uh, it was always exciting to see how they clashed because. The the middle class people they always picked ones who would say things like, "Well, I could never stay in a chalet. That would be my idea of hell." And then they say, "Oh, guess what? You're going to Butlins." <laughs> and the 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 chavs would have real chip on their shoulder about rich people, and they say, "Oh, I don't want to go skiing with any rich cunts." And then they'd go skiing, and it was all engineered so they had a big showdown at the end where they would slag each other's holidays off and then uh, do some shouting. That was tremendous. Yeah, sounds good. 
It hasn't been on for about 15 years, I don't think, and I miss it every day. Yeah, I can't it's, a bit, it's a bit more difficult to pull off in the era of COVID. Yeah, I was going to say that's oh, going to repeats. Yeah. Yeah, well, that repeats, I mean, Adam. You can obviously do repeats, but like you're still, it's, that's the same program that was on previously. That's the yeah. thing with the repeats. But they could have, uh, I accept your argument for the last 12 months, but in the preceding 14 years, they could have, they could have done loads. Could have uh, yeah. like stockpiled them, couldn't they? That's what we should have all been doing. Stockpiling budget daytime TV shows. Just awful trash TV, yeah. yeah. Chris got the right idea with Benidorm, didn't he? Mm. Stockpiled that, now he can go through it and pretend he's on holiday. I can. In, in an awful place. <clears throat> with awful people. Yeah. I think you I like are it. all playing the, the awful middle class people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's playing... that, we're not really. I mean, playing is overstating it. <laughs> we just are. But I, I really like um, shit holidays. Mm. I like all holidays. Well, just I went on um, not working. With your family to Scotland, Graham. That was yeah. fun, <laughs> and that was even weirder because that was like God holiday. Yeah, but we, then... we didn't have the big showdown at the end where you you swore at my mum and called her a bitch. <laughs> you no, were you were on the, the you were effectively on that show. Yeah, effectively, yeah. Dan got to see how um, how common people slum it. Right, how lower middle class people slum yeah, it. Exactly, yeah. Well, no, no, not even lower middle class, middle middle class. Yeah, just middle and class. And you got yeah. to see how upper middle class people went. Um, did you reciprocate? You must have done. Yeah, I went to Centre Parks with him. So he, we really did do the Prince and Paul <laughs> sort of uh, two ends of, of that quite narrow spectrum. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't. I can't think of a more middle middle class holiday than Butlins, and a more upper middle class holiday than Centre Parks. It's it is perfect. Actually, I mean, I think I think Butlins is lower middle class, but I don't. Well, I think Butlins well, is working the, class, but we went wor- exclusively we... when it was for Jesus. Um, right, that does yeah, that us. push it up a, it. a notch, doesn't it? Yeah. it? We we would never have dreamed of going if it was not a it religious wasn't for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus made us. Um, but it was quite nice that because is, that is a that is a daily sport headline. Jesus made me go to Butlins. Yeah, it really is. But uh, the good thing about going when Jesus had condoned it is that the normal sort of people who would go to Butlins they avoided they well that time because it would have been not oh, their scene yeah, exactly. So we got to go and enjoy the mini golf and the arcade machines without mm. having. Um, Horrible common people spoiling it for us. We just had horrible middle class people spoiling it for us. I mean, the, the horrible middle class people was us. Yeah, and but we didn't spoil it for us. We spoiled it for that's, everyone else. That's it was a group effort. Yeah. Well, I think I was noticeably less into Jesus than everyone else there, which made the whole experience a bit odd. You were like yeah. Louis Theroux. Yeah. Well, I remember though that they had a, a desperately earnest Christian rock band there who I liked more than I cared to admit. And like mm. once you got past the very um on brand message, they were all right. If you just pretend that they're not singing about Jesus, they're singing about Fanny like a normal rock band. Yeah. Then some of the music's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if there's a very simple um, autocorrect you can do in your head. 
I love Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Fanny, that's that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, Yeah. so get a mop and bucket for that wet ass Jesus. That's what I think. (laughs) No, no, no. In the the in the other way. Oh, I see. Right. Oh, just a one way one way translation. I think we could trans. I thought you're onto a very interesting idea that you could you could then look to convert dirty up the religious books. That would mean looking up some religious rock band lyrics, and I don't think I have the mental fortitude for that at the moment. Well, I, I think it's fun both ways. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Jesus said. <laughs> That's what Jesus said. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's our episode title, anyway. <laughs> Jesus songs. Is that a good okay, you're going from you're going from Jesus to Fanny. I'll go the other way. <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's, that's what I did in my life. Um, no, hang on. That's a that's a poor that's a poor thing. Um, that's, a da- that's a dangerous search. That is. No, you just come up with like actual actual famous bands that have had Jesus in their songs. Uh, no, you, I you want, want religious. You want, quality, you want some good quality Christian rock. Okay, what about religious. this? Christian, I don't Christian know what rock. you heard about me, but a Jesus can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, no perms you can't see. I'm a mother, God-loving PIMP. Good. Keep going. Uh, then repeat. Uh, now, Shorty, she in the church, she dancing for sacramental wine. She got a thang for that Jesus, that God, that Holy Spirit, that um, bishop, nun, uh, Pope and hang on, hang on, you're converting of, uh, more. Well, I'm running out you're... of words related to churches. Yeah, we need a churchy thesaurus here. Yes, uh, so you're doing here, um, which I think is going to be a challenge. So, um, shut your blessed face, Uncle Jesus. No, that doesn't work. Um, I don't think Dan knows the game. I think this is like no. um, Butter Seagull all over again. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just that like there's so many swear words in this song. I can't work out where... Like, th- there's nouns and verbs, and so I need churchy nouns and churchy verbs. I don't know any churchy verbs. So I think that you're doing it in a more difficult way. Oh, yeah. I think it will be easier to to make nice songs into naughty songs. Mm-hmm. Mm. I vow to thee, my hoe. Um, nearer my penis to thee. Um, Keep speaking, Dan. Uh, I can only think of more like hips and stuff. Um, oh, little town of Soho. Um, uh, Hark the Herald Sluts Sing. Um... This is becoming very problematic. I love it. Uh... I saw three shits come sailing by. I don't think Mm. it's specifically just swearing. It it sounded similar, so I thought I'd try it. It needs to be... be... It needs to be deeply and problematically sexual for it to. Uh... Okay, what about um, straight out a seminary crazy god lover named Ice Cube from the gang called Vickers with Attitudes? 
when I'm cooled off, I got a um, one of those long candles they put on the altar, squeeze the trigger, and bodies are blessed. You too, boy, if you... Uh... So the problem is it's bumped right up against our complete inability to improvise anything funny. Yeah, I mean... I just think we need the, to find the right song. Well, no, you see, the thing is, the, the problem we have is that it works Like it works when we're doing it spontaneously. It does not work when we're trying to do it. Mm. Yeah. This is the lesson that we never learn. Mm. Okay, I have found a but hymn called How I Love Jesus. And I think that that would be a very easy song to convert. I mean, the thing is, some... Christian songs, not like the old hymns, but some of them, like Shine Jesus Shine, that's a fucking banger. It is. It's a cracking song, is that? I was at a wedding once, and Gemma had to hide the words from me because I was singing it so enthusiastically. (laughs) But then if you turn that around, that could be like Shine Fanny Shine, and then you're singing about Fanny. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people um, deride... Weird Al Yankovic, don't they? But mm. what he does is actually very hard. It's really hard, and he does so much of it to such yeah. a high standard so consistently. Yeah. Maybe we should just um, give up. Ask him maybe, to do it. Maybe we should just play Running With Scissors in its entirety, and that's the podcast this week. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to know well, a really uh, exciting thing that's happened to me? Uh, you finish your dinner. Was it that your your father-in-law's kneecap fell off? (laughs) Well, I mean, that that, that didn't happen to me, did it? (laughs) No, but you were there. That's the thing that happened to Chris's father-in-law, and he told me about it. I was was there after it happened, and he was lying on the road. I had to lend him a jumper because he was cold, and he's not given me the jumper back, actually. Cunt. There you are. He fell off so, a bike and his hit his kneecap and his kneecap went up and across off the knee, so his kneecap was kind of up on his thigh, on his inner thigh. Excruciatingly painful. <laughs> yeah, it did look quite painful. Um, now it's probably painful for it to happen to him, but it made me very uncomfortable thinking about it. Yes, and, yeah, it makes. I mean, yeah. who's to say what's worse? But it's yeah. definitely hearing about it. Graham was very upset about it. Yeah, because he didn't want of me just, to tell him in that detail. Instead of just telling me, sorry, my father-in-law hurt his knee, <laughs> he told me that his kneecap had fallen off and disappeared up in his, his scrotum somewhere. I think I think you needed that detail to recognise why I had cancelled. Because I think without that detail, yeah. you'd think, well, Chris has let me sake. down. He's just hurt his knee. Deal with it. Yeah, it's just hurt his knee. That's nothing. So. Yeah. So you were not with him when this happened? No. So instead of calling an ambulance, he phoned you? No, no. Um, I was called about two hours after it happened because he was still... To look for the kneecap. (laughs) He was still waiting for the ambulance to arrive. Wow, two hours later. In the street. He was just lying in the road with traffic stopped around him. It was about three hours it took for it to get there. The cars could get round him. Yeah. Um... There were police were there to sort of watch if cars ran him over. <laughs> mm. um, it happened by a youth centre. Were you in you, your high vis jacket and helmet? No, I should have. I should have come down there. I could have sorted it out. They'd have thought, oh, "Shit, there's a there's an MP visiting. We'd best get an ambulance." Come here. down with some forms. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, he he had to wait about three and a half hours. Three hours? Three and a half hours? Why didn't he? Uh, why didn't you take him to hospital? Because we couldn't get him safely in the car with his leg bent and the knee in the kneecap in the wrong place. You could put him in a boot. Mm, no, it was in a lot of pain. He needed um, he needed um, drugs. To so make did it you offer to go and find him some drugs? He was in the right place, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but they, the the popo were there, so they they would have put a stop to that, wouldn't they? Uh, well, no, because you could have said it's pain medication, and then they would have said, "Why are you taking it as well, sir?" And you say, "Oh, I'm just just calm my nerves." <laughs> um, being being as it was Bridport, um, mm. when I got there, he had got a, a, like an entourage of people that just got nothing better to do than than stand around whilst. He waited for the ambulance. So they were there mm. kind of, sort of making sure that the cars didn't run him over. Mm. They'd gone and collected all of the cushions from the sofa in the youth centre for him to have something nice to sit on and to prop his knee up with. Somebody with had been to Superdrug to get him paracetamol and ibuprofen, which oh, I don't think help, yeah. really did very much. Off. Yeah. yeah. Were the yeah. youths at least abusing him? No. Fucking hell, Bridport's it's a youth centre, but so actually, much. it's 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 used by mostly people in their sixties. <laughs> well, that is youthful. Yeah. Yeah. There was somebody there that um, <laughs> somebody from one of the houses came out to see if anybody there wanted refreshments or to use the toilet. Mm. And my um, my mother in law uh, accepted a cup of tea, and somebody else there said, "Oh yeah, can I have a gin and tonic?" <laughs> So they were drinking gin and tonics um, whilst they stood in the road to stop um, stop cars running him over. Mm. So yeah, that was quite dramatic. Well, they, that wasn't what I was going to talk knee, about. Reattached it, and uh, everything. Can he walk again? Mm. He, uh, he's on crutches. Is he moaning about it? He's not moaning. He's very brave. He's much braver oh. than I would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, he used to be a paramedic. Um, when the paramedics finally arrived, he explained to them what had happened using all the medical terms yeah. and like what the options were for pushing it back in place, um, things like that. With him being a paramedic, surely they should have got an ambulance out to him quicker. Or did they know he was paramedic and thought he's probably got this? Yeah, I mean, I had vision. Do you know in, in Lethal Weapon where Mel Gibson dislocates his shoulder so he then just bangs the shoulder against a filing cabinet to push it back mm. in. Yeah. I sort of had visions that that's what that's what my um my uh stepfather-in-law could do. Yeah. Why doesn't Why he just he? get up, hop over to that wall and just start yeah. kicking kicking it with his with his wonky leg flapping around it's, all over yeah. the place until it's sort of wasting back. police time and, yeah. and disrupting traffic. Yeah. But that didn't happen to me. The exciting What did happen to you? The exciting thing that's happened to me is I have bought a robot Hoover, which is very exciting. Uh, that that's the thing. That's the thing. I bought a robot. Oh, I thought Hoover. I thought then there was a funny I mean, story. It, it didn't, as a it result, didn't, no. I mean, to be fair, Chris, like, if you want to be pedantic, it didn't really happen to you. Um, you instigated it. Do things not happen to me that I instigate? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, things happen to you as a consequence of things that you've instigated, but that's a separate yeah. matter. Well, maybe the well, thing that happened say, okay, is... Okay, that's fair. So the, the, the 
the robot Hoover being delivered to me is a thing that happened to me. Yes, yes, that, as you, you, a consequence of me you buying one, buying it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I will you, accept that. Yeah. So the, I'm sat here with it, waiting for it to charge. Ready to the go. more amusing thing that has happened is that Chris has inadvertently signed up to a subscription service, and he's going to get one every month. <laughs> That would be very, very funny. Mm. See, your house is a good house for a robot Hoover to do, whereas my house, it does a good job of the living room, but it can't go in the kitchen because the dog's in the kitchen. Mm. And it's not like a Dalek. It can't sort of hover upstairs like they could in Sylvester McCoy series. Mm. So I feel it's sort of... Sometimes I bring it upstairs and let it... Go around upstairs as a treat. Nice for a change. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It would be great um, in my house, except for people who put one step in the middle of the landing that just completely, it means it can only do the kitchen or the front room. If you get a ramp. Yeah. yeah it's obviously got a solution. Build it a ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I could build a ramp up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a gradient. Yeah. It's not ideal. Mm. But I like having um, a nicely hoovered living room. Because mm. I could Hoover it every day, but realistically, I never have, and I never will. Yeah. Mm. So it's just nice to have a it's nice to have a clean floor. Well, I find that um, my kitchen does accumulate kind of food crumbs that mm. you didn't get with dog because they would get licked up. Mm. The floor was just licked clean constantly, mm. which um. You say clean. I mean, it was covered in dog spit. Yeah, dog spit is mildly antibacterial, so (laughs) better than water, really, isn't it? I guess, yeah, but not as good as bleach. Um, uh, It depends what for. Safer to put in your eye than bleach. Yeah, but not for mopping a kitchen. Marginally. Safer to um, drink than bleach? I would rather drink bleach. I think ah. if, if if I was being forced to drink dog spit, I would probably just drink bleach to get myself out of it. I've thought of something that I want to tell you about, Graham, because okay. it made me think of um, when we went walking with your dog and you did those retching noises when you picked up the poo, which mm. I thought was you doing a little joke. No. And then you revealed that, no, it, no it even after a year, retch. you just retch. Because it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> And how upset you were that I joked one day that when it was very cold, it was yeah. quite nice to pick up a big dog poo because you could cup it in your hand and keep your hands warm like a it's baked not, potato. It's not even a funny thing to joke about. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Well, today, um, my auntie had to pick up uh, poo and she didn't pick it all dog, up. And I said, a dog poo? A dog poo. And I said, you've, you've missed some. And she said, oh... I picked up the the orange poo. I didn't think that poo was hers because it was a different colour. And I mm. said, well, um, that's uh, main course and pudding, isn't it? Mm. And I thought, I'd like to tell you about that multicoloured poo because it okay. might upset you. I don't understand. Why do you keep telling me things? <laughs> You're not allowed to tell me things anymore. You've I lost mean, your you telling me things privileges. <laughs> I'll, only, I'll only try and tell you nice things. Is that better? Mm, I don't know, because I, now I don't know if I can trust you. Okay. Hey, tell me about the nice rebranding of Dan that you want to do. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's episode 230. Redanding. Redanding. Dan-danding. 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 Dan-danding
So um, it recently came to Dan's attention that a, um, a handle that he's used online for 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. Um, is uh, problematic. He wasn't aware of it. And it's the thing that a lot of um, sports clubs in America have been going through. Um, mm. But Dan, without any fuss or or moaning at all, just thought, oh, I didn't know about it, but it ups- can upset some people, and I'm a nice boy, and I don't want to upset anyone. So he decided to change it, mm. which is absolutely the right thing to do. I think it's erasing history. Happily, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any statues made with that name on it, so um, it's mm. easier to erase it. I mean, you did have a wing at the hospital named Tarbrush on, on your behalf. Mm. So, mm. Um, you've 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 changed your handle. You've done the right thing because that's exactly the correct woke response. If you realise mm. that you have unintentionally um, being problematic. However, I think that you've missed a trick because I think Ray Brush is is poor. Okay. What even is it? Who knows? Hopefully. I'm going to start using it as a racial slur. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think, I I suspect there's not going to be much mileage in that because I think Chris has suggestions. Well, here's the thing: is that I think I think this is a good opportunity for you to completely rebrand across all platforms, mm-hmm. right? And I don't have my bit of paper; I've lost it. But I think what we need to do is is imagine a big whiteboard with just yeah. just Dan written in the middle, and mm-hmm. we just 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 freeform. What what does Dan mean to us? We're not doing a roast, are we? No, no, no. I mean, it's not out that way, but... um... Yeah. Uh, Dan, to me, means kindness. Good. Yeah, kindness. Can we remember all these words, do you think? No, no, but that is also very much a part (laughs) of the essence of Dan. Bad memory, forgetful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, hang on. I think I can see my bit of paper. Kindness, forgetful, what else? I think I'd like him to have a moniker that's centred around being hairy. Hairy? Sorry, the furry one, isn't it? Furry one. Okay. Yes, because that's an option. That is an option, is that... um, What, we rebrand Dan as a furry? Well, no, no. Dan's previous previous, um, handle online was the furry one. Hmm. Which is which is a really weird thing for like a fifteen year old to call himself online. That well, was a really weird fifteen year old. Yeah, but for no he was, real he reason. Was a furry, to be fair, you were furry. <laughs> wasn't ever a furry, ironically. Maybe it was just uh, like predicting your future. Mm. Possibly. Okay, I've got some. Okay. Um, I think Dan is dependable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add kindness. That was a good one. And I'm going Ooh. to add poor memory. Yeah, that's a fair one. Uh, clogs toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. 
not sure if it's something you want to include in your online persona, but I don't it's good really to... have a choice at this point. I think it's good to be upfront about it. Yeah, you need to own that. Yeah, I I had sporty because Dan does the cricket. Mm. He does the court mm. ball. Mm. Does the running? Those, those things are those three things are all true. I would still never describe Dan as sporty. <laughs> he could um, do he could clubman. do a hundred sports, and I would not call him sporty. <laughs> Club clubman is is the term, isn't it? I think joining someone in. who is. I think that's a mini. Joins in. Oh, well, a countryman then. If we're talking <laughs> about minis, that, that is also quite accurate across many levels. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to go get a beer while we do this. I don't think he's quite a Cooper S, is he? <laughs> no, no. Um, I I think also with Dan that I think he he looks quite exotic hmm. in a way that um, if you were to say, oh, Dan's um, Dan's granddad is Spanish, I'd go, hmm. oh yeah, I can see that. Or equally, you could say. Oh, Dan's Dan's granddad uh, is um, Croatian or Greek. I'd go, oh, that's interesting. Really yeah, I can that? see that. I don't get that from him at all. How interesting. I would look at Dan and say that he has probably got 800 years of exclusively white blood in his family. Okay. But he... Um, He's got very dark hair, hasn't he? Very luscious. Luscious. Yeah. Well, it's because he dyes it. Luscious. That's a good luscious. one. I'm sure yeah, you I not dye my pubes. Well, I wasn't talking I about pubes, uh, but I think it's suspiciously. I think it's the the blue eyes, but the the, mm. the very dark hair. I don't mm. actually and have blue eyes. They look blue to me. <laughs> They're green. Are you sure? Uh, it's still the same. How, isn't it? how long ago was it that you last looked in the mirror? <laughs> Green Chris eyes does are stare at your eyes a lot. It's true, and his memory is better than yours. So what I'm, I was I'm saying, not Dan, with Chris on this. What I was saying, Dan, is that um, you could you could tell me that your grandfather was uh, Spanish, and I would think, okay, I yeah, fine, I believe that, um, or Greek, or. Mm. Turkish or just 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 more interesting Nigerian. than English. Oh, that would be a stretch, I think. Moroccan, yes. I think um, Dan has the essence of a supermarket trolley with a wonky wheel, <laughs> but not to the point that it's actually infuriating. It's just sort of charmingly like you have to. You sort of have to take the corners and a little bit of a funny angle to keep it all in track, but you can you can manage it. And it just adds that little bit of individuality. I mean, and it's mostly a trolley okay with no wonky you... wheels is obviously far superior. <laughs> but we, you know, we we get the hand we're dealt, don't we? Look, I'm well aware that when I grow old, I am going to run an antique bookstore whilst wearing a cardigan <laughs> with my glasses on a string somehow tangled in mm. in the buttons. Um, why wait? <laughs> you could do that now. Cardigan is a very good. Cardigan, they, don't yeah. cardigans. they don't suit me at all. Well, I don't think I don't think that should be a barrier for the portly gentleman. Portly, like it. I could see Dan wearing a um, like a kimono as a dressing gown. 
not it's not I a really kimono, like is it? But one of those Chinese style dressing gowns. I think I could really see Dan pulling yeah, that. Yeah, I like my. I have a. a <laughs> uh, that's, that's, do you want to think about possibly rephrasing that? No, I could see Dan pulling that off while he's wearing a silk <laughs> dressing gown. I mean, yeah, that's probably wearing silk things, isn't it? They can't listen, so you jerk off. Or maybe a smoking jacket. But I don't smoke. I don't think that. A vaping jacket. I don't vape either. Well, you could, couldn't you? Yeah, I suppose. So these are all good buzzwords, aren't they? Mm. We're getting we're getting a kind of a sense of sense of Dan. What about mm-hmm. ale? Ale, yeah, I no. see that. Mm. See, this is the thing. I'm sorry, Dan, but like you, you do, you do yell ale, even though we know you don't really drink it. Yeah, you, you have the you have the I mean, you have the look of a man that has a, is a member of camera. I'm sorry, mm. but camera is is also crafted yeah. now. Isn't it? <laughs> we said some horrible things to each other whilst drunk. Or no, I'll take it back. That's the meanest thing you've ever said to me that I actually remember, which narrows it down. <laughs> it's alright. You won't remember it after this no, exactly. podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think um, intrepid. Mm. He's he's lived in many well not, he's gone on extended holidays in lots of other countries to learn their language and cultures. Yeah, you, you wouldn't think it to look at him, but he has. I a a linguist. linguist I'm much yes. less Brexit than I look. Because you you learnt Spanish and you lived in Spain and also Germany for a bit. Yes. Hmm. That's good. You're a linguista. Um, have we got any more buzzwords for my word cloud? I always think, and he doesn't, but I always think Dan has the look of somebody who would smell faintly of gravy. <laughs> but, he never, but he never does. So do you put, should we put not gravy smell? Su- surprisingly... Um, Surprising lack smelling. of gravy. Why yeah. would you think he would smell of gravy? That's a really weird. Just, just looks. I, like... mean, I do spill food down myself more than mm. average. Okay, so it's not. It wouldn't be shocking if I smelled gravy. Do you know the comedian Jared Christmas? Mm. He abs- He is the the person I've seen who looks most like he would smell of beef. Isn't but I've smelled him, and he actually smells quite nice. But there at the back of your mind, you're thinking. That's just masking the beef. Okay. Mm. It doesn't really fit into my my zeitgeisty word cloud, but surprisingly non-gravy smelling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say cosmopolitan because he lives. Oh in yeah, he's the most. I think one of the most cosmopolitan people I've ever met. I will choose to take that as a compliment. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. Liberal elite. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm mm. very much. Am I, am I the metropolitan liberal elite? Yes. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. Worst kind. Mm. Okay. Are you podding wearing pajamas, Graham? Hey. Yeah. I had a, I had a shower. Mm-hmm. And just in case Chris quizzed me about my cleanliness. <laughs> um. Anything else for my word cloud? Mesmerizing. Mm, okay. Okay. Now. So are you now going to feed this into an algorithm or something? No. No. Phase two. 
of my um, rebranding um, symposium mm-hmm. is... Are we a think tank? Maybe we could be a think tank. Yeah. We should set up in Tufton Street and start getting funding from dark money sources. Yeah, that sounds nice, doesn't it? The next thing I want to think about is... I'm happy to say things for money. We've got the idea yeah. of the of the the sense of the essence of Dan, haven't we? Mm-hmm. With my word cloud. The next thing is think about the customers. Who are we trying to sell Dan to? Who is the target audience? I hope mm. you're not trying to sell me to anyone. That's that's a bit human trafficky. Um, no, no, not not in that sense. You know, who are we trying to advertise your services to? You are you are kind of a product, though, aren't you? I mean, I mean I the NHS. I try to deliver as little as possible. You, you we're are, trying to sell him to bitches, aren't we? Your your content, mm. surely. Back to yeah. Jesus again. Mm. Yeah, we're just we're trying to sell Dan sell Dan to um, ladies, nubile kind of ladies? young ladies, mm. hot ladies, hot singles in your area. Yeah, exactly. Single... Milfs. I think you should. I think you should go for a milf, Dan. Yeah, probably. Right. That's where you should really focus your efforts. Milfs and cougars. Just any ladies, right? <laughs> Old, older ladies, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's no surprise. I I did suspect that that would be the target audience. Now, I noticed, Dan, that you've you've kept on to brush in your new name. Yeah. And I think, is that important to you, that brush is part of it? Not particularly. What do brushes mean um, to you? Um, not a lot. It's just, it's sort of, I wanted, I couldn't be asked to think of something completely new, and I wanted something vaguely related so that people would kind of connect the new with the old. Okay. Ah, uh, you wanted the continuity, I see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I think we could look, we could explore... He doesn't things want to alienate that, the core fan base. Things that are tar and things that are brushes separately to see if there's anything that you like the look of. I think perhaps let's not go with the things that are tar. I think that's that's kind of where the racism is. No, no. All of these things are fine. Mm. I'm going to say them to you and you score them out of 10 and then um, Adam and Graham can score them out of 10. And right. um, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So, tar, Paulin. Mm, that's more tarp than tar. Yeah. You're not going to like this list then, Graham. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, Dan, score. Five. Out of what? Out of ten, Graham. Jesus. <laughs> There could be worse on this list, Graham. Yeah, score oh, I out. need to score that score yeah. out of ten. Yeah, two. Okay, uh, Adam. Like one or two. Yeah, I mean, or three. Three. Okay. Oh, uh, hang on. Am I giving it a rank on it? Well, I can't rank it. No, no, no. Just out of ten. Well, yeah, that's the point. Right. So, it's score, so. right. All his first idea because that seems mean. That's right. Tar a gun. What? Tar. Oh no, that's very weak. Tarragon. Mm. Yeah, no, that's awful. Yeah, but you see, Dan has pitched it low. He can go easily lower than five. I can go lower than two. Yeah, but the the next one might be worse. Then I can go lower than one. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't push me. I can go as low as I please. I'm going to give it a five and a half. Oh, okay. 
better than tarpaulin. It's interesting. Yeah, but not by much. Wow. Graham? I'm, I'm regretting doing so hard. I, I'm giving it one. One. Adam? I'm giving it three. Three? Oh! Oh! He likes interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. No, I think it's as bad as the previous one. Exactly as bad as the previous one. <laughs> right, okay. Um, There's still room to get worse. <laughs> okay. Tar and Tino. Okay. okay, this is why I went for the five and the five and a half, so I can give this one a one. One. Tar I'm going and back Tino. Up to two, I think. Adam? I'm going down. I'm going down to two. Okay, we don't like that one. Right now, this one I'm excited about because it's kind of a bit, a bit dangerous, a bit edgy. It could go with a, a tattoo, forehead tattoo, quite easily. Tar Antula. Okay. Tarantula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the problem with all of, the the problem with these Chris is that they they're not retaining the continuity that Dan wants. Well, I think I think that's a plus because well, uh, I mean, fuck I, what he they, wants, frankly. They they they. I mean, partly this is all just just research. You're a focus group now. Oh <laughs> right, tarantula. I think that's that's stronger. They're dangerous. Uh, I'm happy to go to six for that. Tarantulas are um, solid, dependable. Quite furry, a little bit exotic, a little bit dangerous. Um, they've got many eyes, like Daniel. <laughs> so you're going to go for six, Graham. I'm going for nine because I feel it really Ooh. captures the dangerous elements of yes. his personality. Yes, I like it, Adam. I'm going to go with four. Oh, good. Okay. Um, uh, Tarbosaurus. Tarbosaurus. What? Tarbosaurus. Some kind of dinosaur. Like, like a fat T-Rex, basically. Yeah, Is that a real late. dinosaur? Like yes, that. it's a real dinosaur. Oh, wow. he likes it. Eight. So I'm going uh, minus four. You can't go minus. Well, I did. You can go zero. No, I'm going minus four. Okay, Adam? Uh, I'm willing to go as high as a five on this. Five, okay. Now, the advantage of that is that it's likely to be free as a username on the site that I sign up to. Yeah. Which is the overriding advantage of Tarpaulin. Except for those dinosaur porn sites. Mm. Okay. I will live without on them or be Tarbosaurus 12 or something. The next one. <laughs> 69. The next one. This is a this is a, a cute little fella. Very fascinating. Uh, tar degrade. Mm. That is actually pretty good. Tardigrade, those tiny little things that are really, really tiny but look like bears. Yeah, that's actually quite effective because one of my nicknames was Yogi once. Um, right. That's something we need to circle back to, I think. Yeah, I've circled back to Yogi, yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, tardigrade because of his, It's because of his deep religious connections. Okay. I like the Tardigrade. I don't know if it's well known enough to mean anything, so I'm going to have to give that a three. Right. What did you give it, Dan? Six. I assumed it sort of meant like retrograde in some way. Well, it's kind of got those connotations, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Yeah. Adam? Uh, I'm going to go with a four for that. Right. Okay. Um, next one. This will be good for um, for culinary fans. Tarkadal. Better than Tarragon. Tar-cadal. Tar-cadal. Have, you cons- 
Chris, have you considered Butter Seagull? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm going to put it on the list and I'm going to circle it and underline it. Perhaps Butter Dan. <laughs> no, I prefer Butter Seagull. <laughs> right. I guarantee Butter Seagull will be available on any website <laughs> you go to. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and you'll have a great story for how you came about. Yeah. We well, just point them to that episode. I hope yeah. that Christian from Scotland it's, it's, is, is going round and round about the just the point where we suggest that and crashes. Oh, I hope he dies in a fireball. That would be great <laughs> for the uh, publicity, wouldn't it? I mean, ultimately, what you want is for him to die when a seagull hits the windshield of his car. And um... When you think about it, well, our podcast some being, being played in a car is the equivalent of, of uh, a curse on a tape in the bushes yeah. as you drive yeah, by. Yeah, that's true, yeah. 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 Very much. Okay, so Tarkadal scores. Two. Um, two also. Adam. Three. Well, that scores very poorly. Okay. Now this one, Tar McAdam. Tar McAdam. Mm, no, that's, the full that's name quite of... problematic. Sounds very Scottish. I'm not a fan. Well, the full name of... of... Tarmac. I'm aware of this. Tar- yeah, I know what it is. It's, yeah. it, uh... is that, I think no, it's a that's real what shame. tarmac is short for, is it? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, and also, there was there was... was a rival abbreviation in like the 1920s of Macadam. Mm. And I think it's a real shame that tarmac won out. I think the world would be a better place if we just called it Macadam. Okay. Scat, score, Dan? Uh, one. One. It's too confusing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going one as well because it's yeah, too I'm also going to go one oh. because it sounds Scottish. Okay, mm. I'm nearly through with the tar things. Tarnish. No, that that sounds like it. That sounds like it's Indian. Yeah, I think you're oh, bumping well, up against the same sort of problematic. Uh, well, disliking yeah. tar, disliking it for being Indian is is in itself problematic. No, no I dislike it because of the fact that it would connote uh, Indian associations for Dan. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to be seen to be doing sort of metaphorical brown face. Be... Yeah, we don't want him appropriating Indian culture. Okay, okay, no, fine. his accents are bad enough on that front. Hmm. Scores? I, I have to say zero. I think it needs it needs to be uh, shown at all. Okay, right. The last one of the Tars, Tarzan. Mm. Pros, okay. people know what it is. Yeah. Tarzan is a sexy fella. Cons, yeah. Have you ever met a person less like Tarzan than me? Um Hi. Or Adam, I guess, but mm. I think you're the most like Tarzan out of the four of us. And that's our only reference. Not no, but we have to contain our world to this podcast, don't we? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 10 because there's so much scope for making really fun wailing sounds every time he says it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you enter the room, you could just go, oh, 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 and beat your chest. It would be great. Mm. Score. Availability yeah. might be a problem, though. And also, yeah. you would then have to explain that to the people who have no idea that your online handle is Tarzan. No, I think I don't know you as Dan. Leave them. <laughs> no, you should, you should, uh, Tarzan. Oh, Tar Dan is great. <laughs> Less than one. 
Thank zero. You. But that's got your name in it. Yeah. And yet. Okay. So Tarzan, yeah. what what's your score? One. Adam? Three. Three. Oh dear. That scores fourteen. That's that's Magic pretty 14. good. That is pretty good. Um uh, okay, of, of those, um Tarantula was the top scoring one. Oh, that's good. I'm happy with that. Yeah. And Tarantula. What what was the what was the dinosaur one? Uh Tarbosaurus. That was thirteen. But that was because that was because Graham really disliked it. Mm, yeah. It's because it's awful. Okay. So the no, other I thing I thought is I I think we should talk about different kinds of brushes. If you wanted mm-hmm. to go for a dinosaur, you could have gone for Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, that'd be no. harder to get. Yeah, but that that was probably difficult to get the handles. But Tarbosaurus mm. would be very available. Yeah. I mean, so would just mashing your hand into the keyboard. But I think Tarbosaurus. I think it. Um, you can Tarbosaurus. <laughs> You can abbreviate it to Tarbo, can't you? <laughs> Tarbo's good, actually. I like Tarbo. <laughs> they might think he's Jimmy Tarbuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we'll quickly think about brushes. brushes for I've us, not yeah. got as many of these. Paintbrush. Thank God for that. Okay. Paintbrush. I feel, I like again, it. availability is going to be a problem, though. It does very, what it says uh, on the Yeah, very generic. Mm. Yeah. Very, ge- very generic, though. Like, but it gives a uh, sort of people might think, oh, he's an arty type, yeah, which is a lie. Uh, Graham, score? Uh, I'll give that six. Six, and Adam, I'm willing to stretch to a five for that. Oh, that scores quite a lot. Now I think you'll like this one: pastry brush. Hmm. Yeah, fits. It's fine. It doesn't roll off the tongue though. And I'm prepared to give it a five, but yeah. pastry rolling off the tongue. There's something in that. Um, you, you have to lick, lick, let's come back to that. I'll do a, I'll do a good off the cuff pun in <laughs> around fifteen to twenty minutes. Right. Okay, score. Great. Uh, seven. Oh, Adam. Um, I think four. Okay. Now this one, I don't think you're going to like it, but I think it is on brand, and that is toilet brush or bog brush. Mm. It's it's a bit on the nose. It is I mean, a little yeah. bit. You'd yeah. hope it isn't, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to give that a three. Dan? Mm, four. It's not the worst, but it's great. Adam? Uh, three. Okay. Now, this one has got connotations of um, of drinking alcohol. Bottle brush. Is is a bottle brush a thing? Uh, yes, for cleaning bottles, okay. bottle brush. Mm. And what do you keep in bottles? You keep alcohol in bottles. Gaviscon. Gaviscon, yeah. Um, bleach. But, uh, bleach, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go spit. for... I keep, I keep all my dog spit in bottles. <laughs> it's the best place. <laughs> it makes it easier to put it on my floors and tip it in my eyes. And uh, drink it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go four because I think it's a bit tenuous. Score? Two. Two. Adam? Three, I think. Okay. This next one has kind of got um, a Mary Poppins vibe to it. 
chimney brush. Mm. You, could, you could dress as a chimney sweep. Um, you could put on a really bad Dick Van Dyke Cockney accent wherever you go. You are very good at bad accents. Mm. What do you think? Chimney brush. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, it's all right. It's very Fine. average. I'll go four. Yeah. Adam? Yeah, four. Okay. Now, I found this one, a dandy brush. Ooh. And that is a kind of brush for grooming horses. And we mm-hmm. all know how much you like brush. grooming horses. He and certainly it does. Also he loves grooming has, little ponies. It also has Dan in it. Dandy brush. Torsi. No. No? No. You're only going to score that two, are you? One. One. Graham? I like the dandy element, but I think he'd have to explain what a dandy brush was. And so... For that yeah. reason, I'm out. You don't, you don't want, you don't want to have to like do a whole load of uh, preamble before anyone understands what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think if if dandy brush was a household item and everyone would mm. know it, it would be a solid ten. But I think I need to recuse myself from this round. Okay. And and Adam. Uh. Two. Hmm. I think that's one of the best brushes on the list, but I agree that it's not quite right. Finally, brush-wise, toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Or, Mm -hmm. as the Welsh would say, toothbrush. Toothbrush, yeah. Tooth. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's boring. It doesn't really evoke any of of the stuff on the mood board. You do have teeth. I think think having your your online profile as toothbrush i think is a very clever sexy game because instantly the ladies are thinking about packing their toothbrush because maybe they might be staying overnight and Mm. also what goes in mouths toothbrushes go in the mouths thinking about their mouths Mm. thinking what else what else might they not go with dandy brush because that would attract horse girls which no what's wrong with horse girls nice bums but they have horses. Yeah, you can sell a horse. Well, they they could ride you around for, for like a horse. Yeah, that's mm. true. It's nice to be ridden around like a horse, isn't it? <laughs> While they no. brush your mane. <laughs> <laughs> You're really not going for that? Okay. No. I think it's I like... the sexiest brush on this list. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll grant you that, but... <laughs> I mean, you didn't have a cock brush, did you? <laughs> I don't think that's very sexy either, if I'm honest. Um, I think it would have to be toothbrush used as a prefix, like toothbrush Jimmy or something. <laughs> I mean, that, that certainly adds a layer of mystery to... Yeah, but even that is somewhat meaningless. What the meaningless. fuck did they do to yeah. get the nickname toothbrush? Toothbrush Jimmy. It's like, did he Jimmy kill a man toothbrush. with a toothbrush? That sound, that sounds like a really weird shit gangster, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Did he put Jeez. a toothbrush on his bum? Like, what did he do he to get that nickname? I'm with a toothbrush in prison. Tooth, mm. Toothbrush Danny. <laughs> no, that sounds too... Um... Too Danny Dyer. I was thinking more Danny Minogue. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely more to that end of the spectrum. I think. Yeah. All right. So, tooth. What's our what's our score? I'll um, go with I six. Think, yeah, I because think it's I think too bad. bad. Six as well. I go with four. Dan. Two. Okay. So what have we learned from that? Um, Tarzan scores 14. Uh, Pastry Brush scores 15. Mm. No, wait, 16. Ooh. Um, but Tarantula is the, the clear winner on 19. Wow. What about Tarantula Brush? Then, uh, if if you ever accidentally say tar brush, you could get out of the uh, the awkward conversation by saying, "Oh, it's short for tarantula brush." I apologise to <laughs> your family and your heritage. What about um, Danny the spider? Mm, yeah, toothbrush. Again, spider. That, that has a, definitely has a gangster vibe about it. Mm. Yeah, is that a bad thing? I think he probably is. Ladies love gangsters. Yeah, it's true. What about mm. Spider Brush? Spider Brush, Spider Brush does everything. Yeah, it does sound like yeah, a okay. bit, bit discount, discount Spider Man character. Okay. So we're not finished because oh God. <laughs> those were just, those were just, um, we've been going for ages. Things to throw around. I feel like I smashed my kneecap off. <laughs> you smashed Chris's kneecap. What about kneecap Danny? Again, yeah. gangster vibes that I just can't back up. Like I'm not against being gangstery, but I'm just not. But you, but that might force you to to become gangstery. You might end up sort of in an underground poker game through you a series of comic mishaps. Yeah, stumble your way into being like a, a kingpin of underground. Yeah crime in London and then uh, when you're giving somebody your backstory in prison on death row you can uh, tell them about this fun conversation okay and then and then I went around kneecap to geezer and it was all downhill from there okay well look those are all of my my tar things and brush things I think if you're going to stick with a tar theme that Mm -hmm. um, tarantula is the top scoring. Mm. But I don't think that quite suits you. I think it'd be I difficult think... to get <laughs> Chris, on most forums as well. I don't I bet tarantula at gmail.com went early days. Uh, so I think Tarbosaurus is good and I think Tardigrade is good. Those would be my recommendations. Tarbosaurus or Tardigrade. Yeah, I've mm. gone with Tarbosaurus. You've well no, you've not made the decision yet. Well, it's also it's not your decision to make. Not your decision to make. Um, we're the we're the branding agency. The branding team. Now, I think one that does make more sense um, theme wise is Butter Seagull. Mm. I think butter it's the, the the elephant in the room is the Butter Seagull. Yeah. Mm. How do you I feel mean, about it, that, it's, Daniel? It's it's very on brand. It's unique. Um, I said it has has a great story behind it that you know you can explain to people who ask you like why the fuck is that your your name? Like you know, I think it has it has kind of all the elements you're looking for. Well, 
here's an idea. I uh-huh. think that normally when there's a naming competition, we should we should hand it over to the public and um, get the public to decide. Let the yeah, public right. decide. People's vote. You could be so what, Danny, Mc, sure. Danny McDan Re- face. Referendums are, have been quite dangerous in in recent well, history. Yeah. Free free text. It's like in, between presumably what Tarbosaurus, it's a seagull, and I don't know one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what if what if there's well, like a none um, of the above? Please, uh, please be able to say that I've just registered butterseagull at gmail dot com. Dan, I'll send you the password. What? Uh, but it, it it existed. I've I've locked that down. Oh, well done. <laughs> that could be worth thousands. That property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm cyber squatting at the moment. Using it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I enjoyed the rebranding of Daniel. I think um, we need a public vote. But um, I think we're halfway there, which is good progress. Mm. Cool. I I will leave you guys to organise the vote then. The vote then. I think what we'll do is just forget all about it. And in a month's time, we'll say nobody replied to that that question we asked and then we'll realize that we and, haven't yet released the episode and we've lost interest and we've That's lost fine. interest yeah i haven't actually registered butter seagull but i made sure it was available so oh it's Dan, risky you better jump on that before any of the listeners do because right. they will definitely ransom that off to you and then they can pretend that they're you because yeah, if so I start getting emails from i'll start joining uh, dating sites as butter <laughs> seagull and the uh, picture of you if if I get an email from butterseagull at gmail.com, I will just think that's Daniel. I will give him all of Dan's money that I've been saving yeah. for him. Well, maybe butterseagull is going to end up being our spurbs. <laughs> maybe. I think you have to be popular to be have a spurbs. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. True. Okay, can I go to bed now? You can. We didn't even get to my really good game. Oh, God. Oh, damn it. Did you actually create it? Because butterseagull is now taken. <laughs> Well, maybe Spurbs is at play. Uh, maybe it's just because <laughs> Graham is looking at it. Yeah. I mean, if you did, if you did do it, then send me the thing. If you want to, don't. I... Well, maybe it's just sort of. Uh, maybe it's, it's being it. held because you're yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. So as soon right. as we all log off, we're all going to be trying to lock that down. I mean, good luck. I'm going to lose interest in it and not. Yeah. No, I just tried logging in and it said couldn't find your Google account. Oh, maybe you, maybe you spelled butter seagull wrong. You could uh, butter seagull like Steven Seagal. Yeah. No. I'm not sure you want to make that association. And then you could take it a step further. What about buttery Steven? <laughs> No. Also, because I used to know a guy called Stephen Buttery, so that'd be weird. <laughs> if I knew a guy called Stephen Buttery, I would call him Buttery Stephen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know full well there's at least one one job that he's had where they do their email yeah, name, yeah, but- surname, forename. Stephen, whatever. Yep. How he it didn't end up being called Butter Seagull, I'll never Cause, know. Because we 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 know when I was working in the NHS, we had someone called Pauline Careless, 
Um, so, of course, she was careless, Pauline, in all of our systems. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, that's, that is great. I like that. Right. Mm. Well, I'm going to save my exciting um, game for next week. Cool. cool. Okay. At the moment, it's just like a thought game, but I might be able to make it into a points-based game. Points for thoughts. Points for thoughts. Points for thoughts. Well, at the moment, it's just a it's just a question, and you would answer me, and I would say whether or not I liked your answer. But there mm. may be a way to quantify the quality of your answer. Well, you could vote and on to it. award points. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, uh, goodbye, Adam. Goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Buttery Stephen. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Uh, Buttery Stephen, you started this episode, so you can you can land it. Um, uh, fuck off, listeners. You've got better things. It's, no, it's just stuck already, hasn't it? Buttery Stephen. Yeah. I, I can't it's even think stuck. about him as Dan anymore. <laughs> I just... I see that guy. He's like, ah, oh, Buttery Steven. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>